Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to Bald, Black, and Becoming. We are absolutely, absolutely delighted to be able to bring you this particular podcast every Sunday. So let's get into it. We are two bald black women in the process of becoming our best selves daily. We aspire to show up, be present, be vulnerable, and be free to share our experiences and create a safe space for like-minded women and men. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about basically having the same 24 hours in a day. You know? You know you heard those stories. Oh, Beyonce has had the same 24 hours that you have. What are you doing with your time? Well, honestly, it's really just about work hours versus work quality. So, let's talk about it. The same 24 hours. So when you hear of the phrase 24 hours, what comes to mind? Because I think we've all heard um, things along the lines of Beyonce is the same 24 hours or, you know, just someone important who's doing amazing things has the same 24 hours as you and what are you doing with your 24 hours? So I wanted to know, what do you think of that particular phrase? I think I've been cognizant of where your efforts lie what how you're good and what you're good on and in as much as Beyonce is 24 hours with you Beyonce also has a team that does way surpasses what my team does same as Elon Musk or Busi Tembakai or whoever in your line of work you might be compared to they do have the same 24 hours with you but they also have a team as well that makes (laughs) They're invisible and they can be wherever they are. So whenever I hear that phrase, I always roll my eyes. And I'm very cognizant of the fact that I have my 24 hours. And how good am I using that 24 hours? With or without a team? What about you? Mm, that is so true. That is so true. This whole team thing, it really does help you get more hours in a day. Um, so for me, I had to learn to attach value to my hours for it to make practical sense to me and not to sound vain, but you know how they keep saying time is money? It literally is. So I had to tap into, um, okay, fine. I have 24 hours in a day. Um, I don't know if you've read, I don't know which book it was written in, but it was something about instead of looking at it as 24 hours, look at it as money. Like every day you have a certain amount. I think it's the number of seconds in a day deposit it into your account and what you do with that money is up to you however you can't carry over that money Mm. so for me it was attaching value to money whenever i sit down to watch a series if i'm just doing something silly um my mom has this phrase like for watching a movie or binge watching something she was like i know watching people make money and that is so true because Mm. we're literally i don't want to say wasting because i'm not saying don't watch things but at the same time, it's like what you prioritize your time on will show. So if you give your time to people to essentially help them make money, you're not helping yourself make money. And money does help you do more things in life. So that's how I think about 24 hours. It's an opportunity 
for you to create more opportunities for yourself. Mm. <laughs> it was right. Very interesting and deep as well. And when when you when you were sharing that, I remembered of a a video that I recently that I saw some time back, but it was this year. Mm-hmm. Was the mother that was walking around town, and he was asking millionaires on actually billionaires, what are the tips that you would give to rising young entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. And one of them said, "Treat everything with a sense of agency." And I was like. That is so true. That's an important point. I think we tend to put things off, hey? Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. there's always later. There's always next week. There's always... I, it, I think it applies to, like, all habits in life, though. Like, I'll start the diet on the first of the ne- next month, mm-hmm. or um, I'll start eating healthy next week. I need to do groceries first, but I'm waiting for... There's always a lack of urgency in terms of how we navigate life. Um, And in general, we tend to act more urgently on the things we prioritize. Um, Yeah, and I think it would feed into your entrepreneurship. Like if you decide to quit your nine to five, there's a certain urgency that comes into your life when you're like, I've submitted my resignation letter. I now need to get serious about my plan B, C, and D. Right. Yeah, and it also comes down to when you, when you come to the end of your comfort zone. Mm. Um, about anything practically. Last year, I had a theme of if the time, for example, right now for me the time is five eighteen. Mm. I worked at work till it was a whole even number. I literally start work with either the five twenty or five thirty. And I got to realize that actually that was me procrastinating on the low key. <laughs> I would no, I would literally say nah. Or even if I was to wake up and I'd wake up at one thirty-five, I'd be like, nope, I'm gonna start. I'm literally gonna leave my bed at one forty, or I'm going to leave. And I got to learn that with me having that self debate with myself, mm-hmm. I'm literally telling my brain that. Um, yeah, sure, let us continue being in this comfortable zone. And and, and I'm saying this because Mel Robbins on her um, on this five second think and grow mm-hmm. on her TED talk, she has a she has a line where she says the brain is designed to work against us. Mm-hmm. So, and the brain literally learns from the things we do. So if you put on your shoes and without hesitation, why do you look up with hesitation and that way your brain will start saying oh maybe that's what we should start to be doing right mm. and, and 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 it goes and it there's something and uh, I'm, I'm rumbling but basically it happens around when we come to the end of our comfort and the moment we start moving from our comfort and realizing that all along I could actually do this and I was taking the bare minimum because I was comfortable with the bare minimum. Mm. I can move and do things. And you start treating things with a sense of agency. It could be it, it could be moving, it could be looking for a job, 
it could be now realizing that your sales have not practically been good. Mm. It's literally everything with a sense of urgency. That's true. That's true. As you're you're saying that, I'm thinking about how sometimes we need to, we kind of like need to build a habit of developing that urgency or build the habit of valuing our time or just build the habit of being productive. However, in the same breath, I'm thinking about how it's unreasonable to expect us to be super super productive all the time yeah Um, especially in this day and age where it's like everybody's like this hustle hard work hard you'll have multiple streams of income what what it's good yes but let's not um make it our full 24 hours because i think with that kind of pressure that's where you start having like really bad mental health and and so forth because i'm thinking about how for me, for example, like a good 24 hours would comprise of different elements. It's, it's not all completely work. And yes, we will go through seasons where it's like maybe, I don't know, 18 hours out of the day where it's like really heavy, intense work. But the rest of the time, you still need your downtime. You still need something to essentially ground you. Which leads me to my next question. Um, when, when you have used your 24 hours well, what does that look like? What has happened in your day for you to feel like, oh, I had a good day today? That's a very good question. And the phrase that is hitting me right now is quality over quantity. Mm. And I recently met with one of our distributors, or you know, a potential distributor, and he said something of, it's always about quality over quantity. It doesn't matter how many stores you're in. Mm. If you just top X number of good stores, you're going to make it out. And the same thing goes to my training for hours and my productivity within a day. Look, I have an evergreen list. An mm. evergreen list. <laughs> a to-do list. <laughs> list. And it's always growing every single day. Mm. But I am learning to put, and this is how I break it down, the training. It's a Sunday. I will put four key things as my goals for the week. Mm-hmm. Only four. And then of these four have subtitles and subpoints. Mm-hmm. And I will, I, I literally make sure that every single day I cover something within those four. A good 24 hours for me is if I have literally achieved something towards this goal. And a good 24 hours for me is when I have divided, and I think I told you this, I divide my day into three segments. My AM, which literally usually comes to an end around 5.20. My Mm -hmm. day, which usually starts whenever I get into the office. And my PM, which starts whenever I leave the office. And within my AM, I have my AM to do things that are part of that fall. My day things are also part of the fall. My PM mm. things are also part of the fall. Now, those four would literally summarize a huge chunk of my to-do list. But my good is if my four points of my week 
I included and I have achieved them. That makes that makes sense. It's it's that thing of taking a really really big goal and breaking it down into really yeah. small chunks that are achievable but are working towards the main goal, exactly. which is I think a skill that everybody needs. Sometimes when we want to do things, just even the thought of it is exhausting because you're looking at this huge mountain and not all the different roads and like sections that you're going to take to get up that mountain. Mm, mm. A lot about thing, uh, my 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's different elements. Sorry? It's different elements, yes. Um, so definitely I need to have had some type of connection with God. Whether it's most likely it's probably going to be listening to music, singing along, worshiping. Um, I just feel it's very, it's comforting at its mm. core. I'm trying to get into quiet time to read the Bible, but we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, there's also my to-do list and mine is just like one long list. I don't divide them into different sections of the day. Um, I do, however, divide them according to the different brands that I work with and then there's like one section that's personal this is where I'll put um, things I have to do for my family maybe I have if I have to fix the pipe or take the car for a service you know things like that like just personal stuff I'll put them under that and then I'll have my clients under like different sections that's how I operate at the moment however I am really interested in trying out your method Um, but that's tied to me becoming a morning person also working on that, <laughs> which I would say I'm proud of myself because it's yeah, like I really six, like, wow. six a.m. You're because look, being a morning or oh, I'm a morning and night person, right? Mm. And I can I literally see the power of having more hours in your day. Exactly, starting more. I'm the first to arrive at the office. Mm. And this is if I'm totally beat. And then I would literally pull up and tell them, guys, I literally went to sleep at 3 a.m. I am nowhere going to be here at the mm. same time. But um, out of five days, five, four out of those five, I literally say five out of those five, I'm usually the first person to arrive at the office and the last one to leave. And mm. how I think that is, when I wasn't driving, I've always told myself that I cannot walk to work at 7.30. Or, and the reason I would always say that, I'd say, because seven, I'm an employer. I'm not an employee. 7.30 mm. should be going. An employer should not only be going at 7.30. And I would way make it before 7.30, Louisa. Like, that's, that was it. I have to be there three hours before the team or at least one hour before the team and I will have to leave two hours or three hours or sometimes four hours after the team. Period. That's what it. What was your why? The why is I think ha- being an operator the things I had to do, right? Mm. Um, being the operations manager of Organic Natural there are so many things that have to be done. And, and, and here's the thing. You drive your team to the direction you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you don't give the vision, even if it could be the goal for the week, you're not gonna achieve that word has to go. And the week is big, but what about the day? So my why is always let me go back and review yesterday and see what we have today. And part of my not so good management skills is I sometimes want to over explain things to make sure that somebody actually understands it. Mm-hmm. Want me to go on with my kind of that means I didn't understand it. So um, one key thing for me of why I would always leave early or wake up early would be where is the team? How could we get there as a team? And now it's changing, right? Right now it's not the team because I love where my team is and I love that the team also now understands that, okay, fine, this is the workflow we're doing. For example, every single morning we have a board in the office we, and our board is divided into three segments. The mm-hmm. evergreen segment and then there is the priorities for the week and the priorities for the day. And we know, like, this is, it, it's mandatory that whenever we get in the office, we check the board. Either I'm there or I'm not there, the board needs to be checked. And everybody else kind of knows in whatever department they run, even though we still have two more departments. Get up, but that's a story for another day. But mm-hmm. now I'm starting to realize that let us go back and figure out the customer approach of it. What does the customer want? So it's always about the things that need to be achieved that are of priority that drive me to say, okay, fine, this is it. But it's also getting more hours within the day. I, I honestly, getting more hours mm-hmm. within the day. Yeah. I, I understand the getting more hours in the day. Um, and I think also because we are, mm, I want to say different stages of doing business. Mm. Um, for example, you have actually employed people full time. Um, as for me, I maybe work with people on a consultancy basis and not all the time. So every now and then when there's a big project. So in terms of like leading a team and having to be accountable to them, and not only telling them the vision, but showing them the vision. Yes, I can yeah. tell them what the client expects. However, that that getting full mode direction is not necessarily something that is required from me, right? Yeah. But I, I I understand like where you're coming from. And I think that maybe for me, what would be a good step now would be to cultivate that habit that I would anticipate for the time that I maybe do have a building and I do have stuff coming in and there's a work culture or workflow that I want to establish. It's not that I should start building it once the office has been purchased. In a, so that's one that I got from what she said. And then yeah. two, um, I also really think that in terms of the 24 hours in a day and just having more hours in a day through waking up earlier. I've, I've sat down and thought about it just in terms of, there was a lot of guilt attached to not being a morning person per se. I mean, when I had my nine to five, there was an obligation of, you have to come in at this time and leave at this time. That I understood. Yeah. 
But now that I'm navigating the entrepreneurship journey, I'm learning that maybe my more hours doesn't need to absolutely look like being up in the morning, depending on what I need to do. It could also look like not sleeping at night when other people are sleeping. Yeah. And I have taken that in and said to myself, this should be enough as long as the work is getting done. And I think that's something that a lot of us tend to hold over our heads just in terms of wanting to look a certain way. You want to look busy or you want to look or team 5 a.m. or team no sleep. But maybe the the kidding, the impact of your work is not as hectic as a team 5 a.m. or a team no sleep. One thing is to be honest with yourself to say, what can I do that genuinely serves me? And I've said this before, I'm most creative at night. So to me, it's just a lot easier to be up at night and to be doing my work and in the same breath, I acknowledge that waking up earlier gives me more hours to interact with people. So this is where your cold calls might come in. This is where your emails, different time zones, or even emails, if you're having to do anything with government or anything official, morning time is the best, of course. But all again, it depends on what you're trying to achieve, what field you're in, what industry you're in. You can't expect to be team night when you are maybe working with getting, I don't know, you're, you supply to shops. You can't text me. That's exactly what I have in mind right now. That um, it should make sense to you. Mm. And, and honestly, it should, make, it should make a lot of sense to you because. And it all comes down to time zones. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I know that part of me being a night person could possibly be that I have shot most of my music in the night. And the other mm. thing I get, for my AM and PM, I usually have those things that are strategic because then it'll be quiet. More like you, right? I want yeah. to innovative because it will be quiet and during the because I also get to be pulled out into the many well into three departments of organic naturals right now I will probably be pulled up into those and then my day could possibly go around when I want to achieve a few things but I usually put up my mornings and my nights for me being able to strategically think and it's all based on the time zones it's all based on the time zones mm. that either you're working with or you're working on, it's all based on the time zones. So, yeah, and, and the other thing is, don't be guilty of the whole 5 a.m. or the 2 a.m. club or the whatever club that's been done. As a matter of fact, it's, it's ludicrous. It's honestly, it's just, gee, it's really unnecessary. Um, because it, it it comes down to now, it's a thing of quantity, not a thing of quality. The thing of it's a hashtag, another thing of am I really doing this because I I I get to do it. I I need to do it. For example, why are you waking up at five a.m.? Why are you sleeping at twelve? What like why? Just what is the reason exactly? What is your why? 
one of your wives, she will bring to us you to show us very much result orientated. Can you tell us? Can you literally show us why? Like, why do you literally have to go through that? Um, for what? And the other thing again that we should be wary of, ma'am, they could just be waking up for the gram. They literally could just be waking up for the gram. And and and, and one thing again, love, hard work never makes noise. Period. Like. Hard the results show. Yeah. Hard work never makes noise. I mean, if you're making noise, where do you get the time to make noise? Like, it's it's, it's almost have? it's almost like that thing of Lamborghinis are not advertised on TV. But you like, know that they're Lamborghinis. Yeah. Like, so, where do you get the time? <laughs> where? It's because the people who are making Lamborghinis know that the people who buy them are busy working. They're not on TV watching TV. <laughs> Period. Period. So I I think we should be quite weary of that. It's um yes, we all have the twenty four hours with Elon Musk as well as Bosit to me I'll literally put up the entrepreneurs. I have seen twenty four hours with Bosit and Rakari as the owner of Jack Auntie Jackie um pawns and whoever has. But they have mm. and I know that right now, yes I'm not doing the best I could because of habits that I'm working on. But I'm building that, right? And it's not mm. okay. Because you're not going to come to me or talk to me with the hashtag 2 a.m. I swear I will roll my eyes all the way. Or you're never going to tell me to do 2 a.m. I will definitely work on the hours that I work on because they definitely work on what I have to be working on. And lastly, guys, quality over quantity. Over quantity. I was just about to say, because it doesn't matter if you work 24 hours a day. You could be working but doing little or like exactly. ma'am. Period. That's it. Okay. Um yeah. <laughs> before we summarize, is there anything you wished you learned a little bit sooner? Um yes. To not affect the last minute. That's the first oh. thing. Yes. Um to to treat everything with a sense of agency as I learned this year. That's one thing that I wish. I also wish I I didn't say yes to so many things. I mean, saying yes is good, but saying yes to so many things, That's you're also so saying the most important things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I get that. Yeah. Um I wish I would have learned to say no. So that I can say yes to important things. Mm. Having your diary full of having your diary of things you're busy with. It's not something to be proud of what to write home about. It's not. Um I wish I learned that actually sleep is important. As you wish you'd learn that sleep is important. Oh, amen. Yeah. Because your ability to think and your capacity to think is based on how much rest you've gotten. Mm. What about you? 
Um, I wish I had given myself grace sooner. And by that, I mean, I felt so guilty about not being a certain type of way. Both team 5 and both. I don't know. Like, you always feel like you're not doing enough. And I know that that's like a normal feeling amongst us going into adulting. But there's a certain pressure that's added when it doesn't look like what other people do, right? So I wish I had given myself grace sooner to really figure out how I operate. There's actually something I wanted to mention, especially being women. For example, we go through monthly seasons where there's like just a week where we're off. And um, I've been listening to a few podcasts that specifically talk about your productivity and your womanhood, your period, um, and just basically how, um, I don't want to say we're not designed to not work during that season, but there's an adjustment that we need to do, whether we like it or not. So society has structured us to, yes, we want to work at the same pace or level or whatever as men, but to be honest, we are not the same, so we can't operate the same. However, we can find productive ways to work with the way our internal systems operate. So if you're a night person, you're a night person. If there are days that you can feel in your bones, you will not be productive or you won't be as productive. Finding ways to deal with that in a productive way. So that's what I mean by giving myself grace. I've learned to listen to my body, listen to my mind, you know, when you're dealing with mental health or whatever it is you're dealing with. And then lastly, um, talk to people, find out what people do with their time or how they deal with their time. Same way you talk about money or how people deal with their money or their time. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Those that would be is... a... So true. That is so true. And, and the grace part is man, man, the grace part is so... And as much as you are the one you've been waiting on, mm-hmm. you're also the only one who's going to give yourself grace. Exactly. Like no one's going to come and and give you grace. Mm. Because you're literally the only one who has been giving yourself grace. So he has had Plus the at the end of the day, you're sitting with yourself. Exactly. And when the world is gone, you're still going to be We're still going to be with you. There's nobody else who's going to be there other than you with you. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to say when it came to us having the same is there are some people who will grind. And mm. they're not surprised about grinding. Um, but that doesn't mean that you are not grinding. Exactly. Right? It just means that what's driving them will be different from what's driving you. Mm, or what they're doing is just different from what you're doing. Exactly. This is always the case. I, for example, run a startup manufacturing company. And we manufacture most of our products without missionaries because our missionary still has not yet been arrived. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this for sure. There are a lot of 
applause within our system that I literally, it literally took me yesterday when I looked back and I said, you know what, we're always busy, but when you look at the output, the output is not as big as busy we are. Mm-hmm. And I said this by a little scenario. So on Friday, we had a power cut. And we had a power cut when we had already mixed around 20 kg to 30 kg of soap. Mm-hmm. And big batch. And we, we couldn't throw it away because that was going to be a huge loss. And we couldn't put it to the next day because it was going to be a loss as well. It was going to go bad. Yeah. So, we did other things and power literally I think it came literally I'm trying to think of the time. Five? No, actually... Mm-hmm. And this time the team had already stayed an hour of because and I then had to step up and take the whole production wretch and complete it and make sure that it was fully fully finished. So I had to do that. But Louisa is not supposed to do that because she's not in the sector that I'm in. Measure her productivity against the fact that I slept at the office and thought that she's not doing more. I have to sleep at the office because, well, it was going to be a loss if I don't sleep at the office or, mm. or I don't show up. So, productivity and how you spend your 24 hours is majorly based on what you do, what you wake up to do every single day. But understand, we're not saying that you should not. Because we're doing two different things. No, we should still show up. You should still treat everything with a sense of agency. You should still have quality, meaningful hours that you do the work. Your output is more into what you put in. And you should aim to literally be the best of what you do. And sometimes you, you might not want to. It is aim to mark. Leave a mark at what you and just exactly. show up better. Simple. I 100% agree with everything you just said. It's important to be productive to you. Like what you need to be productive for. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> I agree. That is it. We're going to keep this nice, short, and sweet because we have the same 24 hours and you just need to prioritize what you need to do totally. that's just that yeah all right awesome, awesome. thank you dd we'll see you guys next week sunday thank you And that is it. That is it. That's our episode for today. Nice, short, and sweet. So, 
Bald, Black and Becoming is a digital tribe founded to equip black women in entrepreneurship across the world with knowledge and resources through a safe space to unpack life with a focus on holistic development. And today, we were developing our time skills. We were developing our work ethic when it comes to how many hours in a day we work and quality over quantity. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, be sure to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Please give us a shout out. Give us five stars on whatever platform you are listening to us on. And let us know what your thoughts are. How do you work? Do you think we all have the same 24 hours? And how do you schedule and make your things come to life? We'd love to hear your feedback. Otherwise, that's it from myself, Louisa April, and Didinka Mareki, and we will see you, you will hear us next week Sunday. Have a fantastic week.